Chapter Eleven of Timothy Crump's Ward by Horatio Alger. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eleven, Suspense. It doesn't somehow seem natural," said Mister Crump as he took his seat at the tea table to sit down without Ida. It seems as if half of the family were gone. Just what I've said twenty times today," remarked his wife. Nobody knows how much a child is to them till they lose it. Not lose it, mother, said Jack, who had been sitting in a silence, unusual for him. I didn't mean to say that, said Mrs. Crump. I meant till they were gone away for a time. When you spoke of losing, said Jack, it made me feel just as Ida wasn't coming back. I don't know how it is, said his mother, thoughtfully, but that's just the feeling I've had several times today. I felt just as if something or other would happen so that Ida wouldn't come back. That is only because she has never been away before, said the cooper cheerfully. It isn't best to borrow trouble. We shall have enough of it without. You never said a truer word, brother, said Rachel laboriously. Man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. This world is a veil of tears. Folks may try and try to be happy but that isn't what they're sent here for now that's where i differ from you said the cooper good-humouredly just as there are many more pleasant than stormy days so i believe that there is much more of brightness than shadow in this life of ours if we could only see it i can't see it said rachel shaking her head very decidedly perhaps you could if you tried so i do it seems to me rachel you take more pains to look at the clouds than the sun yes chimed in jack i've noticed whenever aunt rachel takes up the newspaper she always looks first at the deaths and next at the fatal accidents and steamboat explosions it's said said aunt rachel with severe emphasis if you should ever be on board a steamboat when it exploded you wouldn't find much to laugh at yes i should said jack i should laugh what said aunt rachel horrified on the other side of my mouth concluded jack you didn't wait till i had got through the sentence i don't think it proper to make light of such matters nor i aunt rachel said jack drawing down the corners of his mouth i am willing to confess that this is a serious matter i should feel as they said the cow did that was thrown three hundred feet into the air how was that inquired his mother a little discouraged replied jack all laughed except aunt rachel who preserved the same severe composure and continued to eat the pie upon her plate with the air of one gulping down medicine so the evening passed all seemed to miss ida mrs crump found herself stealing glances at the smaller chair beside her own in which ida usually sat the cooper appeared abstracted and did not take as much interest as usual in the evening paper jack was restless and found it difficult to fix his attention upon anything even aunt rachel looked more dismal than usual if such a thing be possible in the morning all felt brighter ida will be home to-night said mrs crump cheerfully what an age it seems since she left us we shall know better how to appreciate her presence said the cooper cheerfully what time do you expect her home did mrs hardwick say 
why no said mrs crump she didn't say but i guess she will be along in the course of the afternoon if only we knew where she had gone said jack we could tell better but as we don't know said his father we must wait patiently till she comes i guess said mrs crump in the spirit of a notable housewife i'll make up some apple turnovers for supper to-night there's nothing ida likes so well that's where ida is right said jack apple turnovers are splendid they're very unwholesome remarked aunt rachel i shouldn't think so from the way you eat them aunt rachel retorted jack you ate four the last time we had them for supper i didn't think you'd begrudge me the little i eat said rachel dolefully i didn't think you took the trouble to keep account of what i ate come rachel this is unreasonable said her brother nobody begrudges you what you eat even if you choose to eat twice as much as you do i dare say jack ate more of them than you did i ate six said jack rachel construing this into an apology said no more but feeling it unnecessary to explain why she ate what she admitted to be unhealthy added and if i do eat what's unwholesome it's because life ain't of any value to me the sooner one gets out of this veil of affliction the better and the way you take to get out of it said jack gravely is by eating apple turnovers whenever you die aunt rachel we shall have to put a paragraph in the papers headed suicide by eating apple turnovers rachel intimated in reply that she presumed it would afford jack a great deal of satisfaction to write such a paragraph the evening came still no tidings of ida the family began to feel alarmed an indefinable sense of apprehension obsessed the minds of all mrs crump feared that ida's mother seeing her grown up so attractive could not resist the temptation of keeping her i suppose she said that she has the best claim to her but it will be a terrible thing for us to part with her don't let us trouble ourselves in that way said the cooper it seems to me very natural that they should keep her a little longer than they intended besides it is not too late for her to return to-night this cheered mrs crump a little the evening passed slowly at length there came a knock at the door i guess that is ida said mrs crump joyfully jack seized a candle and hastened to the door threw it open but there was no ida there in her place stood william fitz the boy who had met ida in the cars how do you do bill said jack endeavoring not to look disappointed come in and take a seat and tell us all the news well said william i don't know of any i suppose ida has got home no said jack we expected her to-night but she hasn't come yet she told me that she expected to come back to-day said william what have you seen her exclaimed all in chorus yes i saw her yesterday noon where why in the car said william a little surprised at the question what cars asked the cooper why the philadelphia cars of course you knew that was where she was going philadelphia all exclaimed in surprise yes the cars were almost there when i saw her who was that with her mrs hardwick who was her old nurse 
Anyway, I didn't like her looks, said the boy. That's where I agree with you, said Jack decidedly. She didn't seem to want me to speak to Ida, continued William, but hurried her off just as quick as possible. There were reasons for that, said Mrs. Crump. She wanted to keep secret her destination. I don't know what it was, said William, but anyhow, I don't like her looks. The family felt a little relieved by this information, and since Ida had gone so far, it did not seem strange that she should have outstayed her time. End of chapter 11